Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time. Your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. This episode of Thinking Sideways is not brought to you by Sobbing the confusing and undefined kind. Instead, it's brought to you by Universal Pictures' new film, The Snowman, based on the terrifying bestseller by Joe Nesbo. This Universal Pictures' new film is almost out, and The Snowman is gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a scary one. It looks really creepy. So see it in theaters on October 20th, 2017. This episode is also brought to you by Bubble Bar, Bubble Bar offers premium fashion jewelries and accessories. They make it really easy to find the things that match your style, things that you didn't realize that you were going to like. Listen, ladies, I know I'm a dude. I'm supposed to be dumb. I don't really get these things, but I am married, and occasionally there are certain dates when you're supposed to arrive with jewelry, and I use Bubble Bar, and it was really easy, and I, I knew I had a win on my hand. They make it so easy. And the great thing about Bubble Bar is they offer free U.S. shipping and returns, so you can get whatever you want guilt-free. So go to BubbleBar.com and get 20% off using promo code SIDEWAYS. That's BubbleBar, B-A-U-B-L-E-B-A-R.com, and get 20% off with the promo code SIDEWAYS. Enjoy! Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways, the podcast. I am Devin, joined this week by Joe and Steve. 
And we have another creepy mystery for you. Halloween! It's like Halloween, Halloween week. Month. month. Yeah. Month. It's not a week. It's a month. It's For us, it's a month. It's yeah. actually like two months for us, kind of, because yeah. we like record a month ahead. And then, yeah. Mm. It's pretty great, actually. I've been in the Hall- Halloween spirit for a while. Well, the candy's out. Yeah. I know. I'm mm. gaining weight well, like crazy. I've already eaten 50 pounds of it. Yep. <laughs> we can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so this week, we're going to talk about a creepy internet mystery actually mm. and we're calling this one what the heck is hell.com mm-hmm. what was do, it? Do, what do. it was is was was, yeah. was um and bradford suggested this mystery a while ago yeah mm. Thanks, one of bradford. our first internet mysteries it was one of our yeah. first internet mysteries to be suggested and uh, i guess we just want to hop right into it yeah why not what the hell? Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, nice job, Joe. Yeah, thanks. That's going to happen all night long, by the oh, way. There'll be a lot I know. of hells. I'm oh. going to miss it a lot. Yeah. So actually, I guess it's fair. Hell, the word hell, I guess, maybe is inappropriate for some people. It oh, was yeah. When I was growing up, we weren't allowed to say Depends hell. on the household. So warning, I don't yeah. know if that's a thing for We're going to be dropping the H-bomb. <laughs> Lots of hells. Hell, Heckin, hell, hell. Yeah. Heckin' frequently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, hell.com. Okay. From 1995 to 2009, Hell.com was, I just I guess it was described as a, quote, private parallel web, unquote, a members-only, invite-only website. From 95 to 98, Hell.com averaged a million hits per month, Which despite having wow. no content, not being listed on any directory, or, nor having been linked anywhere. That's and really interesting. It is. Yeah. And here's what I'll say. I'll remind our listeners who, or maybe inform them, for those of you who don't know, Google wasn't really like a thing back then. You didn't like search as much. So the way you found cool, interesting things is you put, you just typed random URLs in. Yeah. Search engines were not. Not really. No. So, so people were just going, hey, let's see if Satan has a website. I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, they, so that was probably a big reason why it got so many hits. Not because people were saying, oh, have you heard about this hell.com site? Even though the people who owned it would like you to believe that it was because people oh, yeah. were so Well, and that's the enthralled. reason that domains were so utterly valuable in the beginning. I don't know. I've, I've ordered this book. I'm waiting for it to arrive. But have you guys heard the whole story behind sex.com? No. Because, it's, of course, you know, if somebody wants porn... I'm like, what, what am I going to look up? Let's try sex.com. And it was, a, a you know, a portal to a whole bunch of other sites that were porn sites. Mm. And there's this huge, crazy legal battle that went around for, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, something like that around it. And I'm waiting for the book. I've heard the story. It's interesting. I want to get more details on it. But, but that's why things like this, such simple URLs were so valuable because oh, yeah. they're what you couldn't just say, I want to find fuzzy, fuzzy puppies you, you, and then go to the dog lovers portal R us. You had to type, you'd go fuzzy puppy.com. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's puppy exactly what you would com. do. Yeah. Puppy puppy.com. Yeah. <laughs> fuzzy wuzzy.com. Yeah. Fuzzy wuzzy was a bear.com. Mm. Yeah, even today, certain domain names are still kind of valuable. But oh, yeah, yeah sex dot com. I, I bet that was. Yeah, I bet. What, did it, what did it sell for eventually? You know, uh, a so lot. It's that's a hard thing to answer because of the legal battles around. Uh, it. But yeah. when I get done with the book, I'll let you borrow it. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's perfect. Anyway, back to oh, yeah. hell. Back to hell. Yeah. Enough of sex. Not, back yeah, to hell. back to hell. The site is best viewed through the Wayback Machine, which we love course and if you don't know what it is you can google it the internet archive it is the internet archive so basically what this is give them money by the way they do good things yeah we donate you know to the sources that we love 
that's something that mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. really talk about a whole lot, but we do. And this, like, if anything, you know, again, this is like totally unsolicited, but if you're going to pay for anything on the internet, you should donate to Wikipedia and you should donate to the Internet Archive. Mm-hmm. So the Internet Archive actually... And also Thinking Sideways. And also, <laughs> yeah. also yeah, of course that's. But uh, the Internet Archive, for those of you who don't know, basically takes a snapshot and it doesn't do this independently. People have to sit, tell it to do this. Um, it's a crawler, right? It's a crawler, but somebody has to say, hey, come crawl this site. But basically, on the day and time that somebody says, come crawl this site, they'll come do what's called crawl this site, which basically is... I'm so sorry for those of you who know what this is. I'm trying to explain it in like the laymanist terms. It's They basically take like a snapshot at that moment of the site, but it remains interactive. It's a functional screen capture. Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. of what it looked like on that day at as that moment. As best it can. As best it can, yeah. Because we, we talked about this in... Um, like City Quiet Pills. No, there was one other one that we did recently where it had all the images. Oh, that's the 2011. Oh, yeah. October, October 28th, 2011. Yeah, all the uh, images were missing. Yeah, so. Yeah, so it doesn't, like, say if I if, if, if it takes a snapshot of a web page and there's a bunch of thumbnails and I click on the thumbnails, that's not going to open up a bigger version of that picture, right? It might. It depends. It, maybe, it depends. Maybe, maybe. maybe I don't okay. understand why it captures some images and others it doesn't. I, but, uh, I think it probably, it captures them if they're still hosted in the same place. Oh, that's a good point. If they're right. hosted, so well, no, videos no. as well. No, no, because I know the October twenty eighth stuff was hosted on it, but it, this is this doesn't matter. But well, it a little bit does in the context okay. of this, in that there's some content that you can still see and some content you can't see, and I think a lot of it is because it like doesn't link to certain places anymore. But mm-hmm. um, but you're right, it doesn't matter too terribly much. Mm-hmm. But so that's the like the the dumbest down version I can say of what the Wayback Machine does. We call it the Wayback Machine. It's the Internet Archive. They call it the Wayback Machine. Yeah, they do too. Yeah. So if you do, or if you you know want to go look at this site later, you you can do it right now. You can just go to any browser and type in hell.com, and it will take you to a website that is like a, it's just like a weird link to a bunch of different religious websites. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't remember which one now that we're talking about it. Of course, I can't remember it. But it's an organization that has strong religious ties, purchased it for, so that it couldn't be used for... But it redirects to like a bunch of different, if I remember correctly, because I don't, frankly, I don't spend a lot of time on this one page because it's not really that interesting to me, but I think it had links to like Christianity websites and Buddhism websites and spirituality websites, but I could be totally mistaken. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's funny is that somebody has bought the domain... They own it. They they bought it for a decent amount of money, but I love the banner on the top. This domain is for We're gonna sale. We're going to talk about that, yeah. But, yeah, it is all links to... I thought it was only one religious no, organization, but I'm bunch. wrong because yeah. Buddhism, Catholic, Christ, Christianity, church... Yeah, there's these are all religious terms, and then they hot link to, to other places. So. Yeah. so you can, but like it's I said, hum. if you want to actually... you So if you go to that, you'll... You will find yourself saying well what is so weird about this website well, it's, it's not that it. it's gone to they hell. sold it it's yeah. gone to hell hell has gone to hell yeah. yeah so if you do decide to go and check it out through the Wayback machine uh i recommend making your first stop at february 6th 1998 as long as um flashing things don't bother you and if you're an epileptic in other words still, yeah that uh, could cause a yeah seizure. it could or just you don't even have to be epileptic sometimes you just don't like you that. just get yeah and it's red and black flashing so yeah, if this is a very monochromatic you. site. Sure is, yeah. 
we're going to do that thing that everybody loves that we do when we talk about internet mysteries. And we're literally just going to sit in a room, the three of us, and talk about what things looked like at certain times. Well, and you know, the nice thing is, if you research hell.com, you will find multiple versions of this same list because it's, I mean, it's really, it's a pretty straightforward list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a list. It's the list. It's what it looks like. It's not like there's a lot of editorializing to be done with a few things that Steve's Mm going to throw in because he found some interesting stuff. Um, Because I'm obsessive. I can't help it. That's true. I think also you don't actually work. I think you just uh, get paid to go sit in a room and work on the podcast. Yeah, he's he's got a job where he, I think he just he can slack all the time and work on podcast issues. I'm like you and me. Shut it. Yeah. Do not let my job know that I <laughs> yeah. am that your, good at my job boss, that I have spare time. Does yeah. your boss listen to this or can we get his phone number or what no. can we Okay. Oh hell no. Yeah. All right, fine. This is a very thinly guarded secret. Okay. Well, probably HR listens to it though. So let's yeah. go ahead and get into this. That's why they're are always sending me new work. Mm. Yeah, so describe it to us. Yeah, uh, I'm going to start going through here. Okay. In 1994 through 1995, Hell.com pretty much just displayed like a, it was just a warning landing page. It just said, you're not invited here. Go away. Then in 1996. Wait, and is that when it redirected you? It did. It, that's when the redirect was put into place, right? It's one of, one of the many, yes. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. In 1996, Hell.com displayed a black page with a single small link in the center. We're just going to call links. We're going to say that links were called a thing, mm-hmm. right? And that just means that's what the text was mm-hmm. yeah. for the link. Uh, and so this link was called that. Yeah, T-H-A-T. Yep. In the first kind of iteration of this, this this page went through a lot of inter- iterations. Constantly. Yeah. Mm. It was constantly changing, which is why we can talk about it a little bit. But the first one just had a like an image on the index page, and then um, there was a logo later that we'll talk about when that appeared and what happened there. But if you hit the image, it took you to a page that had just three links. Uh, link one was called No Access. If so, you clicked on that link and it would go take you to a page that said take you to No a page. Access, loser. And no, then, yeah. it would didn't take call you a loser. You t- yeah, didn't. Said no access. Right? <laughs> Just said no access. <laughs> um, oh, no, actually, that's not what it did. It would take you to a black background page with uh, with um, what we're going to call the hell.com like logo, mm-hmm. yeah. which is probably the image that we're going to use for this it's already, already thing. Prepared. So, you know, it's whatever your episode yeah, artwork it's, it's is. It's a white circle with a white arrow that comes from the top of the circle and points, and points down. downward through the body of yeah. the circle, but doesn't penetrate the lower radius. So it's just, it's encapsulated mm-hmm. in that circle. Mm-hmm. It's just a direction sign. Yeah. 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 Here's where you want to go. Yeah. That, that yeah. straight ahead yeah. thing that you see on road signs all the time, yeah, rotate straight, that 180 down. degrees and yeah. put a circle around it. There's yeah. your logo. Yeah. I, that's probably actually how they made it. Even. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I know how they made it. It wasn't yeah. even that complicated. So if you clicked on the logo it took you to a disclaimer page and um there was a little bit of writing on that it was in red text and it said this is a parallel web there is no public access the waiting list is approximately 18 to 22 months below that there were two links one that was called apply and one that was called don't if you click the apply one you put in your uh, email address to receive an email, and uh, the emails that you got reportedly just asked for payment. 
And that was pretty, it varied in the amounts, it sounded like. Is that correct? It did. And we'll okay. talk about the amounts. Yeah. Because it gets more it, specific in a little bit. I, I couldn't remember. I knew on the page it did. I couldn't remember if the emails themselves did. I think that. the emails did as okay. well. Yeah. That would make sense that one would rise in parallel with the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you hit the don't link, it just closed the window for you. Which was, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not the most publicly available coding in 90. Six. I mean, it's shut not your browser down. You mean it's not crazy. If they can make a pop up window, they can make a close command. Yeah, but it's not like you know these days people kind of know how to do like a lot of different things. It's more widely, uh, wide more widespread knowledge on how to do some coding stuff. This well, Earthlink is kind was pretty of easy like to a... operate in. That's that's true. God, I loved Earthlink. Earthlink, who are they? It was a web browser. Yeah, I know. Dork. I used I to get my email or all of my internet access through them too. Yeah, remember AOL? Oh yeah. Had, yeah. Uh, the... I liked NetScout, where you only logged on to the internet when it was going to send your emails. Really? Yeah. I mean, you could open up a browser, but their email provider it wouldn't even log you on. It would log, it would dial up, it would download all your emails, and then get off the internet. And then you would, you know, do all of your responding, and you'd hit send a bunch of times, and you know it would. Say, okay. They'd say, okay, we're sending this. Of course we are. And then when you'd go like log off, it would log, it would dial back on and send all of your stuff and then shut down. <laughs> it's a good way to grow up, guys. It's mm. a good way. Enjoy the internet. All right, back to hell.com. So you remember there were uh, three links on that page with the yes. image? Yeah. We've so only one of them one. was no access. One of them was redemption. If you hit redemption, it took you to a page. That had some black, some uh, it was black background with red text. All of this is red text. Your unless... favorite kind of website? Uh, I like the white text even more, but yeah, it's close second. And this would give you a red text link that was called Soul Redemption Program. This link sent you then to a questions page, and the questions page was you can find videos of this online. It was kind of uh, intense. Basically, it was just this little flash animation where it would be black and it would look like you were just on another black page, but it turned out it was actually flash animation and a bunch of questions would just... Do you remember like the, the flying field? toasters? Or the yeah. star field? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where it would just kind of fly past you. So it was just all these questions. Questions like what? They'd be like... Um, Do you want answers? Yeah, yeah. or like... Is your soul prepared or... No. What the hell is hell.com? Yeah, I mean, it was like, it was these like intentionally, mysteriously mystical kind of vague things. So it all, it'd fly you through this field of questions and you could click on one of the, any of them. So you could flick, click on the flash animation is really what was going on, but Mm -hmm. that's neither here nor there. It basically like that would provide an answer. So the link would give you, um... It would just take you to a payment page. And no matter what? No, yeah, no matter what. No matter what your answer was? You, there was no answer. Oh. You just you, clicked you on a link. You didn't have an entry field. <laughs> you just clicked no on a link. The question. You just yeah. click on it, okay. So it would take you to a payment page, and this payment page is, was set up similarly to the way that the email situation was when they asked you for payment. There was a, a warning that said, no, this is real. We will take your money. On the payment page. Mm-hmm. We really are going to take your money. And the user could fill out a form 
to donate any, any amount from ranging from ten to $10,000. And I believe it was in increments. It just added a zero every time is yeah. my understanding of it. It wasn't like you can do, do like $25. It was, it was like 10, 10 or 100 or 1,000 or 10,000. Why yeah. not more, you know? It's only zeros. Well, later they changed it to you could donate 20, 200, or 2,000. Mm. But $20, that... $200, or 2,000, yeah. and on and on and on. No, I think 2,000 was the cap. Right. Well, but you, the way you said it, it sounded like $2,200. And I was clarifying it was $20, yeah. or $200, yep. or $2,000, yes. not $2,200. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you ran that together quite quickly. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I don't listen to myself talk just yeah. like everybody no, else. I know. So exactly. it's fine. Um, but uh, I would love to see what kind of donations they got. Yeah. If any. And then that third link, because remember, there's three links. Um, the third one was search. And search was added a little bit later, the actual functionality of that page. It's my understanding that at first that link didn't really do very much. Like most of the links? Yeah. <laughs> so when you click on search, well, search, the search link was there, but it didn't. The, the, what was added was the part that actually did something useful. Yeah, and okay. that was added in 2006. But Steve found something in 2005, so let's talk about that first okay. and then we can talk about 2006 i'd rather go canonically but do you think that it's more better for me to just talk about what was that in 2006 uh finish the search okay. and then let's talk about it i think it's going to be confusing to break up search okay search is a long one that's guys. fine get oh. ready on february 8th 2006 is when we are able to pinpoint this again through the way back machine wait, i was gonna say this is when a capture caught it it actually it has a ton of captures kind of um really starting in 98 and going many, forward. How often do you think? Every couple of weeks? Or every More than weeks? that. Sporadic. I would like, say. Sometimes there's a month between them and sometimes there's it's two or three in a day. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty intense. But so they were able to actually kind of pinpoint because this this was in a period where it was being taken a couple times a day. So on February 8th, 2016. Nope. 2006. Six. Not 16. This The search link actually linked to a search page. Which is. Novel concept. Was kind of a new thing though i mean i read some accounts from people who were talking about poking around hell.com and they said this was the first time that they had seen it because it was a google search box that they had seen a google search box on a website it seems ubiquitous now there's search function everywhere on oh, yeah. every website but that was kind of a new it was actually a novel concept at that point and you there was a lot of work you had to add a plug-in it was like a ton of work to get this and it usually didn't work very well but it did have this Google search box on the search page. Or at least something that looked like a Google. It a was Google literally search. powered by Google. It had oh, the, it? like, when you you still can do it, you can go and hit search and it takes you to a Google site. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it will take you to a Google site that just has search. It just returns Google results for everything except for these uh, certain keywords. And the keywords aren't always, I don't think that we know all of them, yeah. frankly. We've got a few of them listed Got here, a couple but, of them. Yeah. One of them, you could type in redemption, and it would link you back to that questions page that we were talking about that had all the questions the, flying the at you. The star field of questions. Mm -hmm. You could search hell, and you would be linked to the links page, which was just a page that had those three links on it mm -hmm. again. Oh, the, that, and mm -hmm. got it, got it. Or you could do answer. And I wish... Uh, full disclosure, I was I went through the Wayback Machine and saw most of these pages for myself. Uh -huh. But this 
one was broken for me, which was kind of a bummer. Oh, yeah. No, I was really curious. I Yeah. And I even like I was going through the source code. I was like, God, there's got to be somewhere it's linked to this video. I wanted to see what was happening here. Yeah. So when you typed in answer, the link would, well, you would hit answer and hit search and it would lead to a picture of a bald naked woman falling through darkness. And then after, I don't know how long, just a couple of seconds, I think, but you know, definitely not more than 30 seconds, you would be sent to this site called com. Hey, I'm not the only one who had problems with that word. It was me last week. <laughs> I did it way better than you did, though. Um, did a great job. And here I will also pause to say, unfortunately signanoir.com whoever programmed that site did that thing that i find really 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 heckin annoying and that is they implemented a no robots text in their page code which means that the wayback machine can't crawl it which means i don't have a way to see what that page looked like at that time. This is the uh, same thing that some websites do to keep their content private so that Google can't crawl them and return that stuff in results, at least in the beginning. So it's it's a it was a common tool then as well as now. We accidentally had that in the very beginning. Wikipedia does it. Yeah? I think I'm pretty sure that Wikipedia does it. You can't you have to go through their revision history. You can't say, what did this site look like at that time? Got it. Which makes sense because yeah. it's constantly evolving and that's fine, but yeah, there are some websites that have this like no robots crawler thing, and unfortunately, they did implement that. Mm. Um, and to but... be clear for everybody, that's that's the text when you see it's been distorted and it's all kinds of you know. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, it it cannot pull a copy of the website. Mm-hmm. The code tells the robot to go, go away, away. Oh, and okay. being a good little robot, it goes away and oh. doesn't take any pictures. Oh, okay, right. So basically, what'll happen is you'll type the you. Know, some URL into the Wayback Machine and it'll come up with a little thing. It'll like reload the page and it'll say, um, we can't show you these results because of no robots.html or whatever, txt or whatever it is. So that's bummer. But I do understand from some people that apparently that site was basically the same format as hell.com and acted as a portfolio for a guy by the name of Kenneth Arnson. And don't worry, we will talk about Ken Arnson. Arniston. Arniston? Arniston Ar- is probably the right way to say it. Yeah. We'll talk about Dear Kenneth in a, in a little <laughs> Is he bit. still alive? He is. No, it sounds cool. like a bad 70s novel. Dear, Dear Kenneth. Kenneth. Sounds like a bad song. But apparently he's described as a conceptual artist who uses photography as parts of, part of his process. I'm not going to read his whole thing. Yeah, there's a lot there. According to Kenneth's personal site, which again, we'll talk about in a little bit. He is the CEO and founder of the Parallel Network and um, the Parallel Network of, I can't say it, Cien Cien Noir. Cien Noir? Yeah, that one. And Hell.com, which is considered to be an enigma of the web. According to him. It's considered to be the enigma of the web. The enigma. Not just You're right. The enigma. Excuse me. So that's what happened when you went to search. So now, for reals, we're going to talk about Steve wanted to bring something up. Okay. For the class. Yeah, bring it up. Let's... Well, I mean, I, I 
we talked about this offline, but one of the most annoying things about this website, even when you pull it through the Internet Archive, is it had a redirect built into it. Mm. And currently in the archive, it redirects you away from itself in 20 seconds. It used to do two minutes, right? Right. Yeah. So I don't know why it's 20 seconds. It's bleeping annoying to try and find anything. But I went through it and was just dinking around, and I found a couple of things. Uh, there's a page in 2005 that I got myself into, and it was uh, the link was locations, and I didn't write down the date in 2005. Unfortunately, I went back to try and find it, but of course, it's just such a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially when it's redirecting you every 20 seconds. Yeah, but, but what it hard, what but... it did is it popped it, it threw up a pop up screen or a pop up window, I should say. And before I closed it, because the content in the the page was kind of nil, it wasn't even enough for me to note it. I think it was probably just the same stuff I'd seen before, the Mm -hmm. logo. But what I did notice is the header in the window, you know, where it'll say blah, 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 whatever text they want there. It had written in it 41, the letter N, 01, a space, 73, the letter W, Five two, And I was like, well, that sounds like a set of coordinates. So I went into Google Earth or Google Maps. I can't remember which one it was. And I happened to still have, it was Google Earth, because I happened to still have up Japan, uh, Tokyo from last week's episode. Yeah. And I entered it and it returned a location in Tokyo. And I thought, well, what the deuce? That's really weird. And so I hit the, you know, go to my home button. And so it went back to my neighborhood and I typed in that location again and it found a location in Portland. Hmm. And then I'm going, well, this is, this is, so I was like, okay, what's a major city that people wouldn't think of? And I just typed in New Delhi, went to New Delhi, India, put in those coordinates once I was in New Delhi and it found a site. It's really, really crazy as long as you you spaced it so that it was the two digits, the alpha character, and then two digits, and then a physical space between that and the next set of numbers and of the letter. So it's like it always takes you somewhere. So it's like maybe perhaps the the not the degrees, but just the minutes and seconds, maybe. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really it was very strange, and I was. I kept playing with it, but I couldn't find a rhyme or reason for what the hell it was doing. It's interesting. Yeah. So this this is this was one of the few things where I was like, I found something. Oh, dang it. Now I don't know what it is. Yeah. In this story. Yeah. But it's super interesting. Mm-hmm. And we will definitely talk about that in theories a little bit. Okay. And I'm going to have to go out and look on Google Maps, see what I can find. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay, well, continuing on. Yes. In 2010, Hell.com featured that original logo once again, which did lead to that kind of... Starfield effect? Um, is, they describe it as like a holographic logo, basically, so like an updated logo. Huh. What? Is that the where it it seems to shift in space and change colors? Is that what they're? Yeah, that's why I'm doing this. That's why you're hand. waving I'm your sorry. hand around. Got it. Just going, yeah, like this. It had, uh, and it apparently had it that star field behind it. I'm doing a lot of gesticulating right yeah, now. Yeah, towards your yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. No, it didn't. It wasn't with the questions this time. It was red dots that yeah. apparently would, um, if you put your mouse over it, like covered one with your little cursor, mm-hmm. it would play a sound. A tone. Yeah. A tone, if you So you will. could almost make varying mm-hmm. musical tones by mm-hmm. going over bunches of them? Yep. 
I've seen there's a lot of websites like that now. But yeah. Yeah. I bet if you played a specific tune, it might take you somewhere like kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe that's how you got into the, the special secret site. Well, there was at the bottom of that page there was a login feature, so probably that login feature is how you got into the special <laughs> site. <laughs> hey, call me crazy. I don't I, know. I still kind of <laughs> like the idea that the special, the special Illuminati level you Well, the extra level. Yeah, the extra, yeah. yeah, they probably could use mm-hmm. that yeah, play a little tune. I found the yeah. a series this similar set of dots in 2005 or 6 as well. Interesting. Which was another Flash movie, and it was mm-hmm. six dots, and they were set up in a circle, and then a circle was actually drawn on top of them, and they would fade out, and it would all get smaller and smaller and disappear into space. So it was like two or... I think it was three or four times. It was large. It was, again, in a pop-up window. They loved mm-hmm. pop-up windows. And then it would it would drop, 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 and then repeat to the original I didn't, size. I didn't experience that. Oh, I only found it once, and I happened to find it today when I was looking for the, the location thing okay. again. That's interesting. I didn't know that so that was It seems was like they, there were some common themes, very simple ge- geometric themes. Yeah, I think there were. So if you went to the login feature at the bottom of the page, basically... If you put incorrect information in or if you even just waited too long, because that was apparently a thing. I don't know. This website seems to have a big obsession with time. Like if you don't, if you, you know, if you're just chilling there, like it's going to redirect you. So if it took you too long to log in or you put incorrect information in, it would take you to back to that search page mm-hmm. where it was just the search. And then Steve found something else in 2010. Is that yep. true? Yeah. So uh, if you go to March 24th, 2010, and again, it pops up a window, and I don't remember which link I clicked on, because there's three of them, so of course I can't remember it. Yep. Um, it, would, it brought up a pop-up, and this time in that header in the top of your browser, you know the, the bar on your keyboard, so there's the forward slash, and then if you hold shift, it's got the, the very vertical bar. Yeah. Okay, so that bar is in that area, but it's, again, set, there's, it's, there's, Two bars and a space, and then five bars and a space, three bars a space, four bars a space, and a single bar. So I just simply converted that to numbers and oh. dropped them into the search field because um, it comes out two, five, three, four, one. Okay. If if you type that into the search field that's available, it takes you to a new page, which has a tr- I had to it, which has got this humongous thing written about hell.com. I copy and pasted the text because I could not read it in black and white. Mm-hmm. And I dropped it into Word, and it didn't have any carriage returns between the paragraphs anymore. And it was 25 pages long. Wow. Wow, cool. Did you read it all? No. I read, like, the first paragraph or two, and then went, wait, how long is this? Oh, God, no, I give up. What did the first couple paragraphs talk about? It was all about what Hell.com was, and I don't know. It was it was weird. It was hard to follow. What did it say? It was, it was several days ago. I don't remember exactly what it said. It was really hard for me to... I was just like, I, I don't get it. It was... To a degree, it almost felt like it was some existential text about hell and blah, blah, blah. And I think it might have been right after the purchase date. I think that's when that might have gone okay. in. Okay. That's usually when people are more excited about their websites. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that, again, is Weirdness. like super weird and interesting. I know there are lots of things like that. I mean, to be Easter eggs, you know, to be honest with you, like I said, I tried to go through and look at at least one capture on every day, 
but I frankly didn't get a chance to go through and look at like the source code of every single day oh. or even every post every or every crawl every day. So I'm right. certain that I missed stuff. You have a but job or something? Is that what, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Right? Well, that and the whole 20 second redirect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kind makes of, it amazingly uh, yeah. annoying. I was honestly so, I mean, you guys know this, that my uh, fiance has been like doing coding stuff recently. And so I was sitting on the couch on my computer and I was like, had the source code window up and I was just like sitting there and it kept redirecting me. And I was like, Dah! and he was like, what? And I was like, I'm just looking at code stuff and it's just messing with me. And he was like, Oh, let me take a look at it. And it took him one redirect. And he was like, I'm not looking at this. <laughs> <laughs> that like, sounds yeah, about right. That's about right. I have any idea true. what the code was written in. Was it just HTML? Oh yeah. It was just regular no, HTML CSS. Code. There was, there was nothing. There's some job. Script on there too. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything outlandish or typical of the time. It was just standard yeah. code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in 2011, the domain hell.com was disabled. As far as we can tell, it just had a blank white screen that showed. And then in later in 2011 is when we got to see this. Um, the first redirect the website you would do um hell.com and it would just automatically redirect you to the gospel media network which is a christian religious site which is probably what you thought that's what it redirected yeah. to currently it's it doesn't do that anymore but there you have it so that's the description of i don't know when frankly to be honest with you i don't know when after that it became the site that it is today because it's yeah, not I, interesting anymore yeah no the, the magic was gone <laughs> it's gone totally gone so none, none of I mean it's weird, but none of this is really creepy yet, right? Oh no, it's creeping the hell out of me. Is it? No, not really. No, no you no. better, you better, you better amp this up. Okay, yeah, I'm on. ready to amp it up. Are you guys ready? Okay. Yeah, up take the it to the next factor? level, please. So the creepy factor comes from a Reddit user named Xylanex. I'm gonna say Xylanex. Yeah, yeah, that's how I want to say it too. And this person wrote um, an account of their experience trying to gain access to the kind of inner workings of hell.com. Because if I wasn't clear enough, there was a members-only login portion of this website. Supposedly. Supposedly. And according to Xylanex, it there was. And I, I want to talk about this experience because it's this firsthand account of like what happened when um, he tried to access it nefariously. So the story basically starts out describing the website in like way less detail than we just like did <laughs> for the last 40 minutes paragraph instead of 40 minutes yeah. basically it said that it had a flashy front end but really very little to it which is accurate um and then xylanx says that he decided to poke around for like who knows why in the root source code and that's when things started to get a bit crazy through a series of kind of techno babble and backdoors. i'm not going to bother to describe why he apparently got access to the member part of the site and i'm gonna have joe read some excerpts from this um Ooh. this this um can I, rehashing can I? yes okay. please here's uh xylanex let me put on my xylanex voice here most of the pages seem to be strange avant-garde art presentations some were videos and others were rather well-designed web pages Looking back, some of the pages looked a lot like what we now call Web 2.0 in 2005. It looked almost futuristic. As I watched a slideshow set to industrial techno, where each slide showed a different children's book that had been photoshopped to have a perverted title. Some examples would be uh, Goodnight Boob and Everybody's 
So I switched windows to look at the source code, unquote. Uh, so he was able to find a link that looked familiar from like his original pokings around. Uh, but when he clicked it, he it took him back to the same page that he had just been on. So he basically what happens is he figures, okay, well, my website isn't working properly. We've all experienced this mm-hmm. before. You have to reload a page because it's just not quite working particularly well. But he reset his whole setup and then loaded up this thing called a brute force application, which is basically a program that will just try thousands and thousands of username and password combinations until it gets in. Yeah, um, it's brute force. It's very dumb. It's very slow, but it's very effective because eventually it is going to find an it's answer. It's going to find something. Yeah. Now, yeah. it may take a thousand years, but it but would it will, find the eventually. answer. Eventually, that's true. Yeah, try every username you can with the, the password, password, and there yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. Admin, password. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you would be surprised how often that oh, yeah. happens, unfortunately. But I know. I've had so basically, that way. basically, what happens is he does. Um, he does gain access to the members only site again through this brute force application after I think he said it took a couple hours, but he said that he found some more information about this collective of artists, some of whom are pretty famous today who were reportedly just working on kind of high concept programs. But after just like a couple minutes of poking around his login credentials that he had been basically that he had spoofed yeah. got banned. So he was kicked out of the members only part. Well, that's um, kind of sad. It is. So he kind of continues on to start describing what I would say where we get pretty creepy. Uh, Joe, do you want to read some more stuff? Yeah, sure. Now, this is where it gets odd. Out of nowhere, my browser history, download history bookmarks, and several other common features of my browser had been completely wiped. Moreover, my roommate was shouting from the other room because his computer had suffered the same fate. I assumed it was a tech-savvy sysop that hacked me to make a point or something. So he grabs his laptop and goes down to the local coffee shop to use their Wi-Fi because it seems like the systems operator, which is what sysop is, Mm -hmm. had flagged his IP, basically. You can ban an IP from a website and say, Mm -hmm. hey, anybody logging on from this IP cannot gain access That's what the nanny programs do. Mm Mm-hmm. So he worked on getting back in and actually did get back in. But apparently this time when he, through that brute force application again, got back into the members only site, it actually looked different. Joe? The page I landed on was nothing more than a flash video in the center of a black background. The video that followed was gruesome on a level I had not yet seen. I scoff at the pain series, and most and most shock sites are boring to me. I can't even boast that by this point, screamers didn't even make me jump. Amongst all these gruesome images and video clips of what can only be described as horrific crimes against humanity, some red text slowly came into focus. Quote, those who seek hell are destined to find it. Unquote. I closed my laptop and headed home. It was getting late, and I figured I could take another crack at it in the morning. On the way back, I walked past a church sign that said, quote, those who seek hell are destined to find it. Unquote. When I got home, I hopped on my desktop and logged into a game. As I ran around killing mythical creatures and chatting with other players, a GM noted for typing in red text typed, quote, those who seek hell are destined to find it, unquote. I asked the GM if he had spent any time on hell.com recently, and within a few minutes, I was banned from the game for using inappropriate language. With little else to entertain myself, I went to sleep. Well, that's a, that's a weird series of uh, coincidental encounters there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty creepy well, to me. Well, that would uh, make me go lock my doors. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So apparently the next morning, our intrepid hacker is awoken to a knock at the door. 
And apparently the system operator for hell.com had reported the IP for unlawful access to hell.com. So Xylenex continues basically. Uh, it was a cop who showed up or that uh, he said it was a, like a fed. He thought, I don't really know. Um, apparently confiscated the desktop, which is what the original hack had been done on. Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, as this guy walked out the door, he turned around and said, Careful, kid. Those who go looking for hell tend to find it. This, of course, freaks him out. It freaked me out, frankly, <laughs> yeah. if this happened. So he grabs his laptop and Googles those who the go phrase. looking for hell find it. Uh, those who seek hell are destined to find it. And claims that he wasn't able to find any results. On Google. Mm. And he concedes that, you know, like on any given time, any given date, any any time that you Google this, there should be a ton of results. Thousands yeah. and thousands and think. thousands, maybe millions of results. But apparently he says that didn't happen in this instance, which is kind of a bummer. So he basically was like, you know what? I'm done. I mm. can't. I'm walking away from this whole thing. Did he ever get his desktop back from the feds? I don't think so. Oh. No. But reportedly... After a couple years, uh, he moved a couple times, and in the morning of the writing of this post, which is kind of what spurred a lot of people to think this website was, like, extra creepy, uh, he got a certified letter via the UPS to from an address in Nevada. Inside this certified letter was a letter with a single phrase written in red. I bet you can guess what it is. Mm. I like Those, red ink. Yeah, really. This page left intentionally blank. Uh, <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Wait, wait. I misread that. Okay, those who seek hell are destined to find it. He claims he has moved six times prior to reason, between between the hack and, and getting this getting package. This, yeah. So there you go. That's pretty creepy. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And what on the bottom of the letter it was signed LCF. Was that Lucifer? Probably. Yeah. Probably. And it said P.S. See you soon. Yeah. No? No. Creepy. Okay. I think it's creepy. Well, is this guy, is Xylanex still alive? He is. I spoke with him. Did you? Yeah. Actually, that's a great segue. Um, Because we're going to talk about theories in a minute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But first, let's take a break. It's white and fluffy and drifts about so freely. It's red and sticky and flows so freely. A little bit of this cold substance gets people's attention. A little bit of this hot substance gets people's attention. Small amount of this crystalline material is quaint. Large amounts are deadly. Small amounts of this hemoglobin-based fluid is an annoyance. Large amounts are deadly. What does this have to do with this week's sponsor? What is this all about? Well, if you haven't guessed it by now, it's about snow and blood. Two things that you're guaranteed to see in the movie, The Snowman. Based on the worldwide bestseller by Joe Nesbo, The Snowman tells the story of two detectives investigating a sociopath who strikes his victims during the first snowfall of winter. The Snowman, in theaters, starting October 20th, 2017. Go see it and get scared. And we're back. Let's talk about theories. Yeah! Really? So our first theory is that Hell.com was actually hiding a secret shadow organization that, I don't know, maybe it was like Satan worshippers or mm-hmm. the Illuminati or... I don't really know. I've never really seen this like totally fleshed out a whole lot. 
Uh huh. Like, as to like who it might be, just that it might be. It might be, but hiding people, something. Are there super... people on, like on Reddit that are like you know saying this, or uh, there are people like all over the place saying this, Joe? Saying this, really? Okay. Well, and it, I mean, even in its own description, and I'm looking for the sentence right now. Uh, it called itself a private parallel web, mm-hmm. meaning whoever created Hell.com was saying. I've got something else going on, and you don't get in unless you apply for membership and pay me a boatload of money. True. And you got your own parallel web and everything. Accurate. Yeah. Of course, you know, were they? I mean, maybe. We don't know. I mean, nobody's ever said, I was a member of the private parallel web, the PPP. That's technically not true, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. It's part of another theory. Yes. Um, I was wondering about the private parallel web. Does that mean that you and your many of your members all own servers, and so it's like totally separate servers from the rest of the web, even? Or it was on its own server, but sort of hidden on regular servers that are part of the regular web, also. No, it would be it on all on server. a dedicated server or server set. Uh, Much like you know, at one point we had our own server when we overbought. At one point, yeah. Um, so we it, that server was us. Yeah. Nobody else was on it. So that's what they would have is all of their stuff would be contained in that one box or series of boxes that mm. nobody else's info was housed on. That's yeah. okay. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like what's the one with uh, Ghost Rat that you did, Devin? What is that? Um, you remember that one? I do, but I don't remember what you're talking about. To be well, honest, Ghost with you, Rat, so. but they it, the nefarious program that got in no, the Nepali system, but but it, it was talked about how it was on all these separate servers, and uh-huh. it spidered out, or spiderwebbed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be different than this. This sounds like it would have been all contained. In which case, it's not but you had really to have a, a web. A very, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe, but the yeah. point is, it was a private one, and you had to yeah. be able to have the, the key to get in. Yeah. yeah. What was the name of that stupid story? You're killing me here. It was Ghost Rat. It was Ghost Rat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was Ghost Rat, the the virus or something like that, or the malware. For some reason, I thought the name of the story was not Ghost Rat. No, it was Ghost Rat. (laughs) Okay. Actually, I had totally forgotten about that one. No, it's I have a weird memory for these stories. I can't remember what I need to do tomorrow, which is why I have the to-do list, Mm -hmm. but I can remember stories. I also love Mm -hmm. that you, like, hate these stories, but you still remember all of them. It's my favorite. That's the way to make it remember. It's the bane of my existence. It's true. Your stories. Yeah. So, I will say... (laughs) Um, there was actually a member only part of this. Nobody has come out and said, yes, and this is what was on it. Well, totally come out. The, the really, the big question is, is do you believe the creator of hell.com or do you think that the creator was hiding something else? Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about this, but first I do want to mention that there, it, there genuinely was a maze in the root directory and that was intentionally designed and apparently it was unpleasant. Like we've said we were trying to view the source code, and it was just like, nope, <laughs> your 20 seconds is up, get out. So By, by maze, do you mean it's like uh, just a, a huge maze of subdirectories and sub-sub-subdirectories? That loop that back on it themselves. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, remember the October whatever 2011 one? It had a couple of those pages that if you paid attention to where it was directing you, mm. it, you were just going there was pages with with uh one two and three or something like that mm-hmm. and you would type three and it would bring you back to three page two and then three page three and then three mm-hmm. page four and but well, then there's at an some easier point you'd go way... back to one and it would just keep looping you around there's an easier uh-huh. way to describe that and that's that like literally if you type the wrong thing into the search box it would just take you back to the landing page that too like that's a circular but you didn't know the... that it was the wrong thing right. so yeah that would be frustrating yeah Sounds like some voicemail trees have been in. Yeah, yeah. right? 
Yeah. Um, it is, but it is like I, I said, it's my understanding that the creator of the site did that on purpose to deter people like Xylanex to hack, you know, keep them from hacking site, which makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. The next theory, which we're just going to talk about. So what was the name of that theory that we just finished? It's a shadow organization. Okay. We're just preparing people, I think, because really we're going to talk about what it probably is. And then at the end of this, we'll loop back around like a maze of a root directory. Mm. And um, we'll just say like we have to, then you just have to decide if you believe that this is what it was or not. Okay. So what's theory number two? Uh, reality. Just kidding. Mm. The blue pill? There the is blue, no reality. Yeah. Um, okay. it's, it was just art. That's yeah. all it was. It, that's, that's all the, the just an art project. server was. It was just an art project. The whole mm. thing wasn't an art project. It was... I guess, to gain mystique around it, but the private server, the parallel web, was just a place for net, web net, net web, net art, net artists. This is the word I was looking they for. They could put, like, their, their it paintings was a hidden or whatever. Uh, no, it was, like, for modern artists who were trying to explore the capabilities of doing web-based art. So it was a modern deviant art? Yeah, well, okay. like an old deviant art. Yeah, not modern, yeah an old version of, of the modern. But deviant like art. with real. I'm sorry, I do not need to offend anyone, but with real artists. Oh <laughs> come on! I find a lot of good stuff on deviant art. Yeah, there's some really good stuff on there. there. Uh, yeah, but there is definitely oh the yeah, whole gamut. There yeah. is the full spectrum. Is, I will totally yeah. admit. Oh yeah. So yeah. um, I'm just gonna go ahead and like burst everyone's bubble here. I spoke with Xylanx on Reddit as previously mentioned. Mm. Um, for full disclosure, it is on the subreddit, no sleep, which is, um, fiction. It can be fiction. It's not a requirement that it be, but it's scary stories. It's scary stories. So it can be true. It can be fiction. Same place you found Mm. the grinning man. Uh, I think grinning man was let's not meet. Oh, okay. But he's also on no sleep. But doesn't really <laughs> matter. Anyway, um, I did speak with Xylanex, uh, and he he said that eighty percent of that story is fiction. Uh, he wasn't willing to concede. I said I think it's ninety percent, and he was like, eighty uh, percent. And I was like, all right. So the first twenty percent is pedantic. <laughs> fine. Yeah, eighty-three percent. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, so, I could I could tell it was at least mostly fiction when the, when he says that. He does all this, and the very next morning, a Fed shows up at his door. It's like, I'm sorry, you know, the Feds don't move that fast, dude. You know? <laughs> I, I, we cut out this part because I didn't want to like totally give it away immediately. But uh, in when he like grabbed his laptop, he says he grabbed his laptop out of the false bottom out of his desk, and I was like, No, you didn't. You, this is. This is a story. Nobody has that. That's yeah. not real. But maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe you have your weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he did. Just totally was like happy to admit, yes, eighty percent of it is fiction. Worth yeah. the read. It's really it, well it's written. Fun. It's fun. What uh, uh, what I'm curious about though, did uh, so he got into it, noodled around. Uh, did he actually? Did the part where the sysop deleted his browser history and, and all that stuff? Did that actually happen? No. That did Correct not me if I'm wrong, but yeah. he, he didn't actually say. Is it he or she, by the way? He. Okay. I confirmed. No, that's, that's fine. He didn't actually say which parts were fiction specifically to you, did he? No, he did not. Okay. But he kind of basically said, yes, I, you know, got into their member-only site. It was pretty lame. <laughs> so this is what 
Okay. So I decided to write a story yeah. and jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. which is totally fair. Yeah. I think it's super interesting. Perfectly okay. Yeah. yeah. So with all of that creepy out of the way, we're just left with the website, which is still kind of a weird website. Yeah, uh-huh. that's all it's got for it at that point. Yeah. So we mentioned this guy named Kenneth Aronson. Aronson? Aronson, yeah. Aronson. He Sounds was good. the owner and creator of Hell.com. I will say he tried to sell the domain a number of times, uh, never with less than a one million minimum on the auctions. That's dollars, not Turkish lira. Yes, true. Okay. Uh, one time, one of the last times before he finally did sell it, he tried to auction it off for eight million dollars. Why not? That go did for not Augusta, right? go well for him. <laughs> it didn't go well. I mean, he got nobody. No nobody no was takers. willing to give him that amount of money. Oh God. Um, I think they're they call them reserve bids, so they're this like secret amount of money that. Well, you yeah, won't, it's like, like when you below. when you sell something on eBay, and actually I haven't done this in a long time, but I know in the past there was your reserve limit. You know, mm. you wanted to sell this thing for a hundred dollars, so when some bozo came in and, and bid one dollar, it automatically told them somebody's outbid you at two dollars, and it would keep going mm. like that until Either you that hit the reserve. Or, Either that, or it, 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 you put in your dollar thing, and it just says reserve not met. Most of the sites I've been on are, are just well, say reserve to, not it, met. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've done. I've seen it both ways. Depending, I on just the site, bought the something is, on eBay, and they mm. and now they just do like this is the minimum bid. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they've made it simpler. <laughs> they're they're it's actually it's, actually, more transparent. Yeah. yeah the reserve thing actually annoys the crap out of me because you got to go in there and actually you know bid for a while till you find out what it is mm-hmm. that's irritating yeah so. agreed yeah. which is why they don't do that anymore yeah yeah but nah, you can still go still in do. and say like here's my maximum bid and it will still only bid you at the minimum bid until somebody upbids you so that's nice at least but um like i said he did try to sell it for a lot of money so he was aware that he was building up hype to build up hits to build up wealth so describe this dude, because this guy drives me batty. Why? This guy is the kind of designer and artist that gives all other designers and artists a bad name because he strings together a series of smart-sounding words to make himself sound grand, and yet he has, apparently from everything he shows... Not a whole lot but himself to offer. Okay, let's talk about him. Uh-huh. Um, so like we said, if you go to hell.com right now, there's this like really beautiful lime green bar at the top of the screen <laughs> that uh, it says this premium domain may be for sale. And I have seen screen captures. Previously, it said legendary. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. And that that is an important distinction that was made because legendary is actually a term that Kenneth Aronson uses. He claims to create legendary brands. This is all sourced from his own personal website. And the the logo that he has for his legendary brands is almost identical to the hell.com logo. It's, it's just an L. With an L, but you know what I figured out? It's the Comic Sans L. It is. It's bad. The Comic Sans L, where the top of the the vertical bar runs into the top of the mm-hmm. circle. Mm-hmm. So it's not that great of a design. It's literally mm-hmm. just like the hell.com thing, except for in an arrow, it's an L. Uh-huh. So Which does Anderson uh, does actually work as, a, as an artist, or does he have a, a day great, job? I don't really know. He, if uh, you, I went to his LinkedIn profile. Oh. He, he does work. I looked at his MySpace page, but it was private. <laughs> You think I'm joking. I'm not joking. I he has an active MySpace page. No, I found our interviews with him, but I also found his LinkedIn page. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be 
a high level consultant, like somebody I love the way they described him. Like, I don't know that he's actually much of a creative because they're like, he's great at keeping an eye on the balance sheet, but still understanding the drive of the project or something. That, well, but, let me but read when you I heard some balance stuff. sheet. I was like, this guy's a project manager. Yeah. Let me selling himself hmm. as a designer. Let me read you yeah. some stuff about, um, okay. from his websites. This is plural. He, if you go to his website, like I said, you will kind of see what I'm talking about here. His brand is full of those like edgy sentences, you know, where it's like kind of like somebody just threw a bunch of words at something and came up with a sentence. Mm. Um, one of them, for instance, is shadow is my partner and we sell nothing, nothing links to nothinginthebox.com, which is a website that he owns, where you get a nice black background with gray text, which is even more annoying than white text. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know what's really annoying is like, is like kind of pale gray text against a slightly darker gray background. Mm-hmm. That This is that pale gray, except for it's on black. So oh, okay. There's at least that. some contrast. Yeah, yeah. thank God. Um, and this text says, we live in society that has been sold the concept that happiness is conditional. In order to be happy and fulfilled, you need nothing. When everyone has nothing, there will no longer be crime, wars, or aggression. Stop rampant commercialism, global corporate domain, greed, envy, and conscious consumption. Conspicuous. Conspicuous consumption. Buy nothing. Every dollar spent on nothing is one less dollar spent on something that you don't need. This guy is high a lot. God, yeah. I hate him. Uh, I just is, hate him. This is the kind of designer that, or guy who poses You're as so an mad you can't even No, word. no. It, it really, there's, there's words that I want to use that it, uh, it irritates the crap out of me because... Other people see this and think, well, this is the way that designers are supposed to speak and artists are supposed to speak. And then they spout stuff and they have no idea what they're saying. It's like so many gag movies where you see the artist running around just saying, bleh, that's so high-minded and intelligent, dude. Ah! Yeah, for so long. But then, yeah, this is what's ironic about this guy is he was trying to sell this site for a million bucks and he's all kind of, you know, kind of coming Didn't out happen. against no. consumerism yeah. and Sounds like everything most else. of what yeah. he was trying to make himself out to be like liquid. His yeah. website, Liquid, there's all kinds of stuff God, like that so on there. Me. But liquid, spell liquid for our listeners. Oh, it's L-Y-Q-Y. No, there's just the one. It's L-Y-Q-I-D, I think. Yeah. Well, he's Luckily. also got, uh, he had no such, no-such.com, which is now actually a design site that's in French. So he obviously sold it. Yeah. And it had, at one point, when I found it, I think it's from 2000, uh, I went in the archive, the Wayback Machine, and went to no such. And guess what I found on it? Hell.com. Uh, in a mirror image mm-hmm. of hell.com yeah. on that site. He has a lot of those sites. Yeah. So from what I understand from like actual interviews with this guy, the it makes no bones. Well, no, the, the members only portion of it was, it was meant to be this like safe space for edgy artists who were trying to create art in a kind of contained atmosphere. They wanted to create web art, right? Art for the, the internet community, but they wanted to be doing this kind of experimentation phase in a safe space where you're collaborating with other artists, yeah. which so I they, don't know. Yeah. They just didn't want us, the public to see their crap while it was still kind of like, you know, in the crap. half-baked stage. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. That's okay. true. Um, there was a hack done of the site by a website called like one zero zero one zero 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 one dot org. 
and they basically like mirrored the whole thing and that was i would say it was like 2000 i think nine ish is when this happened and so it kind of i think facilitated the downfall of the hell.com and everybody saw that it was just random just random low-grade deviant artwork good night boob you know i mean (laughs) (laughs) um so I guess the the real mystery here is then is is do we believe that that was really what was behind that members only login or is there something else because it also doesn't really totally and I know what I know exactly what Steve is going to say but I'm going to say this anyways it doesn't really account for all of the weird front end stuff Steve now is going to say well Devin yeah it does because it's just somebody trying to be edgy no that's a possibility well, Devin it does because it is somebody trying to hide the portal to their crappy friend's website. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. Could be that. It um, could, but it's the best like... way to hide something is to surround it by other innocuous looking garbage. And people just oh god. It's a heck of a lot keeps... of garbage. It could be some sort of like a virtual clearinghouse for Al Qaeda operatives, you know, to exchange messages. Yeah, I don't. I mean, know frankly, that. That, I doubt it. But they would that's pick the a more inconspicuous URL, probably. But that is the yeah. point, right? Is yeah. that like we don't really know because they could no. have been that that members only portal was just a top layer for something else. Do I think that's true? No, hell no. I think that's dumb. But that is something that we can't for a hundred percent say that there wasn't and that there weren't more layers to this because e- as we can see even on what we think is the surface layer there are more layers underneath that between the surface layer and the members only layer yeah. so who knows what is like even deeper than that again i don't think so i think it's just I, I this guy that... trying to be like edgy and like on a lot of drugs and like that's fine if, but if there was more there i'm pretty damn sure that that hack that mirrored it in 2009 or whatever it was mm-hmm. We would have seen that stuff they, because well, once you get in, you're in. You know, you peel the that, onion, and the so onions only go so far. I will say the trick with that is that that hack was carried out by other net artists who <laughs> may or may not have been associated and friends with some of the artists that were members of Hell.com. Oh, so are you so maybe insinuating not... that this is a fake hack? Yeah. What do you mean, Xylanax is a fake hack? No, no, no. no. The one zero zero one oh, zero that one. whatever okay, okay. hack could have been a way to drum up more support or interest or whatever. That sounds way too organized for this. I don't know that it is. I mean, a guy can sit around and very easily just make a couple of HTML pages a week and build this slowly convoluted website. But then to, I mean, to to facilitate a fake hack on yourself and to be able to show it in such a way that people would believe it, I think that takes a lot of technical savvy that I don't see in the. It was the just a mirror. It was just a mirror of the site, mm. which he had been doing all over the place. It was just a mirror of the members right, only they, stuff without login. Right. Well, but they they had gone through the login. That's what I mean. Is that it? Just I don't know. It uh, it just seems above the ability of what I've seen here for him to have. I guess faked all that. I'm saying is that really all that happened was this group said. I, I understand what you're no, saying. No, they just said. They literally just said we got this because we hacked them. They didn't say, like, here's how we hacked into this. Here's how we got this stuff. They were just like, well, we broke in and got it. Here it is. So it would have been really easy for him to just mirror that member, the members only pages or whatever, and then have them say, you know, and then you say, okay, now you guys say, well, we hacked it. And 
that's all it is. I mean, yeah. he had been Somebody experimenting. Somebody watched the French Connection and decided they do it on the internet. Well, I mean, he'd been experimenting with mirroring sites. We have proof of that, so I don't know. Mm. Yeah, you'd think a typical hacker would be kind of proud of like you know How? telling us all his techniques totally. and stuff. Yeah, they tend yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, usually, but no. Yeah. Not so I don't know. Guy. I think I think that hell.com is a silly mystery, and I don't know why we covered it. But there you go. You're missing a theory. What could it be? Satan? Uh, only if Chupi helped. Mm, I'm sure Chupi's in the mix somewhere, but uh, yeah, I mean, you that know, might explain the really bad coding. True. Yeah, you might think you, you would think that Satan would have a web page, don't you think? I think it's Satan.com. So it's Microsoft, but <laughs> 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 I don't know. Just kidding, Microsoft. I love uh, you guys. Something but, like that, probably. Just yeah. Kidding. There yeah. goes that sponsor. Oh no, I know what it is. It's CenturyLink.com. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Xfinity.com. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't know. I think it's I that's how I feel. I don't know how you guys feel about this mystery, but mm. I don't I think don't it's kind of a non mystery. Yeah, I was about to say I don't I think it's say. actually a mystery. I think that it's a tale. But you here's what I will say is that yeah. I only came to the conclusion of it not being a mystery by doing a ton of research about it. You know what I mean? But it's not a mystery, so we really need to cancel this and do another mystery. Okay. Okay. So hold on, everybody. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That would be miserable. All right. Um, What else you got? That's it. All right. Thank goodness. Do you Uh, guys have any input on that stuff? I'm just going to say hell a few more times. Okay, cool. Hell no. I got nothing more. Great. What the hell have we been doing this whole time? (laughs) Uh, So if you want to see that logo and for whatever reason it's not pulling into your feed, if you want to see some of the links that we have that we did research on, um, if you want to buy merch, if you want to download the episodes... You can head to our website. That website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. Ta-da! You can find us on social media. We've got the Facebook page and the group. So like the page, join the group. Uh, we have a Twitter, which is Thinking Sideways. And we also have a subreddit, which is Thinking Sideways. Easy. Mm. Not as dead as it has been. We got almost 50 comments on the last post. So there you Whoa, go. Whoa. I, I got to go out and look at that. It's I pretty good. that one. Um, you can, you probably know where you're finding us, where you're streaming us, but you can find us on, uh, iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find, Steve is nodding. You can find us pretty much anywhere. If you can find us and you, um, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave a comment and a rating as well. That really helps people find us, Mm -hmm. which is really helpful to us. That's a good idea. Um, A nice rating. Yes. Yes, please. And if you want to talk to us about our explicit use of the word hell in this oh, episode. Sorry about that, by the way. Why the hell would they want to do that? I don't know, man. Um, or if you have any suggestions, comments, concerns, anything, you can send us an email. The email address is thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. We will respond to every email, almost every email. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> it's been taking us about a week, but a we're going to do it. A hell of a long time. A hell yeah. of a long time. We're a little backed up right now. Yeah. We're catching up. All of that having been said, I think we're going to get on out of here. Get the hell out of here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll see you in hell. Hell yeah. Heck.